Welcome to the Way Fellowship Church of Dallas podcast series. Please enjoy this message by our own senior pastor, Tavares Gardner. All right, if you will turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 24. You know, just like I was stuck with 1 Samuel chapter 9 last Sunday, um, I was trying to read about Holy Spirit. I even got all my notes up here. But I kept going back to this chapter. And so we're just gonna, we're just gonna roll with it. Let's look at verse one. Jesus departed from the temple. Help me, Holy Ghost. From the temple area and was going on his way when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to the buildings of the temple and point them out to him. So the disciples were in awe of the magnificence magnificence of the temple, how it was beautifully constructed, how it was built. This was a grandiose building. We have large cathedrals. This was a large sanctuary or temple. And many people used the temple as a hiding place. They used the name of Jesus as a front. They used the church building as a front. But you are so far away from it in your hearts. But he answered them, Jesus said, do you see all of these? Truly I tell you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And history records, if you study this scripture, that uh, an empire came, a, a king came and he tore down, he ransacked the temple, destroyed it because of the sins of God's people. Jesus, he predicted this. He said, it's going to happen. This building is going to be torn down. Let's read on. While he was seated on the Mount of Olives, everyone say the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately and said, tell us, when will this take place? And what, be, what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age, the completion or the consummation of the age. They ask a question. This is the first thing Jesus says in answering their question. Jesus answered them, first and foremost, be careful that no one misleads you. When you look at somebody and say he means deceived. He means deceived. Come on, look at someone and said he meant deception. And as I just stated, the news media does a great job in deceiving us to pull a cloak over our eyes so we can't, so it'll divert our attention from what's really going on. That's why God said at the beginning of the year, 
I'm going to give you clear vision so you can really see behind the puppet. Let's keep on reading. He said, be careful that no one misleads you, deceiving you and leading you into error. Everybody say error. He said, for many will come in my name, on the strength of my name appropriating the name which belongs to me, Jesus says, saying, I am the Christ, the Messiah, and they will lead many astray. We've seen that even in America. We've seen cults be formed. David Koresh is one of them. Come on, Jim Jones. Well, they, they, they hook and hoodwink people's mind because let me tell you something, whether you know or not, uh, uh, if, if a person that's in power, a person that has charisma, they know how to, if not, if their heart is not correct, if their heart is not pure, they know how to hoodwink folks and get them under their spell. That's why Paul said, who has bewitched you? keep on reading for many will come on the strength of my name they will lead many astray it's going on now verse 6 and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars he said first of all deception is going to happen that's first and we see that going on right now right he said people going to come in my name pretending like they him deception Number three, he said, you're going to hear of wars and rumors of war. Do we not hear that now? We even right now in a war. These folks tearing up, burning historic buildings. We're in the midst of a war. He says, see that you are not frightened. The Lord is telling you, these things are going to happen. Do not be fearful. Let's keep reading. Or be troubled. Touch your neighbor, said, and don't touch your neighbor. Just look at him and say, don't be troubled. For Jesus said, these things must take place. Everything that you're seeing now, the Bible has already recorded, and he said, these things must take place. Place. But let me tell you, all you false prophets that is using this to say, this is the end of the world. This is the end of the world. The Bible just right here, he said, but the end is not yet. So all you false prophets that saying Jesus is coming back tomorrow, that Jesus is on his way. That, no, not yet. These things must happen. That's not the verse I want to get to, but let's keep reading. For nation will rise against nation. Let's look at the word nation. Nation actually means race. What do we have going on now? Race against race. These things are in the Bible. And some of us are being fearful when Jesus said these things must happen. But the end is not yet. That's not the verse I want to get to. Let's keep reading. He said nation against nation, meaning race against race. He says these things must happen. Let's keep reading. And kingdom against kingdom. We see that United States against China. Come on here. 
United States against Europe. Come on, United States against South Korea. Come on, kingdom against kingdom. Read the book of Revelation. It talks about the kingdoms. Keep reading. And there will be famines, pestilence, diseases, earthquakes, and diverse places. Jesus said these things must look at your neighbor and say, so why are you tripping? When the Bible is fulfilling itself right before your eyes and you're nervous and saying, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. Jesus said, do not be fearful because these things, am I helping anybody in here? I hope those of you that's watching me, you're getting some type of revelation now. The Bible says, be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. But these things, but that's not where I want to get to yet. Verse 8 is where I want to go. All this is but the beginning of birth pains. I want to talk about birth pains. That's all I want to talk about. And I'm not going to be long. I'm going to say what he said and I'm going to sit down. So if you look at what's going on now, all of this, all of this, you may be seated, y'all making me nervous. Sit down. All this is what's going on now. I remember when my wife was in labor two times. And I know that going into labor is very painful. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. I, I, I praise the Lord for women. Women, 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 women. I praise the Lord for women. Your bodies were created to carry human life. Bless your hearts. We're seeing actual birth pains. When a woman goes into labor, Lord have mercy. And when a woman goes into labor, I remember when Lady G, she was carrying this one right here. And we went into labor. Uh, we went into labor actually on my birthday. I thought he was going to be born on the 24th of March. And uh, she was just having, as the doctors call it, Braxton Hicks. They're not really labor pains. They're just symptoms of it coming. And so the doctor said, Go home because she has not dilated at all. It's not time for the baby to be born. So we would, we would 
she would still be having contractions. Contractions. She was still, and the contractions, if, if you've ever been pregnant, they hit you here or they hit you in that back. And it's uncomfortable when you are in contraction, having contractions. And, and, you know, people try to support you, but there's really nothing you can really do because you're not the one experiencing the pain. Uh, it's painful now, but there's a joy on the other side of the pain because, hallelujah, prior to joy, there must be pain. There must be trials. There must be things that we have to go through. And, 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 and you know, we went to the child birthing class and was the Lamar's class, and they teach you <sighs> take your focus off of the, the pain and uh, just learn how to breathe. And, and <sighs> uh, but, but it seems, you know, you know. Uh, it, it seems helpful at the moment before the pain hits, but it's something about when the pain hits, all of the learning and the teaching. The only thing I want to do is get this thing out of me. Everybody say birth pains. And so five, day late, five days later, on the 29th of March, we end up going to the hospital, hospital again. And Lady Stephanie, she's walking around, taking it like a soldier. Walking, bearing the load, painful, contractions hitting. In between life and death, really. Life and death. Because creation was waiting to be exposed to the world. The Bible says all creation is waiting for the revealing, Romans 8, of the sons of God. The earth groans. And so what you're seeing now is a groaning and a travailing of contractions in the earth because the earth was subjected to a curse when Adam sinned. Is that not right? And so as a result of that, the earth is in travail and even waiting for the sons of God, even waiting for the curse to be lifted off of the earth. Read your Bible in Romans chapter 8. Come on down around the 20 field, all the way down, all the way down, all the way down, all the way down to the end of the chapter. It talks about the sons of God and all of this and so what you're seeing is there's there's contractions going on in the earth realm because the earth is waiting to be lifted off of this curse and the saints of God are waiting hallelujah for our king to come so we will no longer have to deal with all this kind of stuff but we must endure because pain has a way of making us want to quit But God, even in this, even if you read Romans chapter 8, uh, it says, all things work together for the good of them. I love the Lord. Paul was really addressing suffering 
And that when we pray in the spirit, it helps us. He helps our weakness, the weakness of our mind, the, the things that we're dealing. And when we get to pray, he said, all of this, the suffering and the prayer mixed together, it all works together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his prayer. Everybody say birth pains. So, Lady Stephanie, both our kids, I remember particularly, she didn't want any type of medication when it came to Christian, Kristen. And that girl, I was like, Lord, she was, she was walking, and them pains was hitting. She was, huh, bend over, huh, huh. Pain. Everybody say birth pain. Contractions. But the contractions were just opening up the cervix. The contractions weaken the cervix. So the baby can be born. And so what you're seeing, saints, is contractions. It's contraction. Everybody say contraction. The cervix is being, there's dilation happening in the spirit realm, in the earth realm. So be not alarmed of what's going on equated to a child being born. That's what's going on here in our land, in our country, in our land. Jesus said these things must Everybody look at somebody and say, these things must happen. Come on, come on, look at your other neighbor that look like they're sleeping now and tell them, wake up in the Holy Ghost, wake up in the Holy Ghost, wake up in the Holy Ghost and tell them these things must happen. These things, come on, look at somebody and say, these things, tell yourself, say, self, what I'm watching on the news, these things must happen. Wars and rumors of wars, nations against nation come on nations meaning race against race the bible said these things must happen so why are you alarmed if you only alarm if you don't read your bible all right let's keep reading he said all this is but the beginning the early pains of birth pains of the intolerable anguish <sighs> let's let's jump on down He said, but the end is not yet. Look at somebody say, the end is not yet. He told his disciples, all of this is the beginning, the early pains. Everybody said the early pains of the birth pains of the intolerable anguish. He told them, he said, they're going to hand you over to suffer affliction and tribulation and put you to death. We don't really see that over here, but it is happening in the world. There are Christians being killed, come on here, because of their faith and because they refuse to renounce their faith in Jesus Christ. And so some of them are being beheaded. Some of these Muslim countries are beheading the Christians. Come on here. They're, they're, trying, to take our, they're trying to take our rights. Come on here. Look in America. Now let's shift over to America. They are trying their best, come on here, to take the Christians' right. Come on here. They already did a test run on y'all. Come on here. They shut your churches down. You can't have no church. 
And so now the church has to be creative by getting online now. Though you may shut down the physical building, but the church still going to run. Didn't they do a test run? They told you, you ain't going to no church. You ain't going. If you have church, we're going to find you. Didn't they do it? So they're already doing a test run because at any moment, if they want to shut the church at large down, they can do it. It's quiet in here. Open your eyes, saints. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Did y'all not know? I don't need to go here, but I'm going to say it. Pestilence and disease, diseases, viruses. No, I don't want to go there. All right. He said, and uh, let's look at verse 30, verse 10. He said, and then many, we see this going on now. Many will be offended. Then the Bible says, the Bible said, and these things must happen. People are going to be offended. They're going to be offended in the church. People, the, the, uh, the black folks offended. The white folks, everybody, the dog offended. Everybody offended. Everybody offended. Everybody living in offense. Everybody's offended. But Jesus said, these things must happen. So if Jesus said, Offense is going to happen, then that means what do I have to do as a saint to get out of offense so I don't fall into the trap of deception? Because once you are offended, once you are offended, you're easily deceived. It's quiet in this room. Once you are offended, you're easily deceived and the enemy starts talking to you. It's, it's quiet in here. You start making your own self God. You start listening to your own thoughts as if it's God. And God said, I'm nowhere in that. That's just offense talking through you. And you made your own mind an idol. It's quiet in here. But you can't tell me, you cannot tell me that we have all this Holy Ghost. And we stay in the fence and we sit up here praying and God is not dealing with our hearts about being offended. You need to throw that Holy Ghost in the trash. Because the Holy Ghost is going to tell you, going to tell you, you need to get that straight. You need to get that right. Come on here. I'm talking to me as I'm talking to everybody that's watching me and listening to my voice. Come on here. He said, people are going to be offended and be and repelled and will begin to distrust and desert and will stop. I'm reading what the Bible said. He said, many will be offended and repel. He's, these are birth pains, y'all. These are birth pains. The, the end is not here, but these are birth pains. Come on, let's con continue reading. And then many will be offended and repelled and will begin to distrust and desert him whom they ought to trust and obey. The devil going to get you so offended that you're going to distrust the one that you need to obey, Jesus Christ. 
Because remember, Jesus first started out with what? He said, watch out for deception. That's the very first thing he said. Because if you deceive, then you're going to fall in this trap. Let's keep reading. I know y'all want to preach on the Holy Ghost. I know. I know that's what y'all wanted. I want to dance because it's Holy Ghost. It's Pentecost. Well, you can dance after this message. You can speak in tongues right now. And he says, and will stumble and fall away and betray one another and pursue one another with hatred. What is going on, y'all, in America? All of this is going on, but, the, but Jesus said these are birth pains and these things must happen. He said they must happen. People getting offended. People going to fall away. They're going to betray one another. There's going to be distrust in the land. Everything I'm reading is happening now. And many, verse 11, Jesus, false prophets will rise up and deceive and lead many into error. A prophet speaks on behalf of a deity. They are an oracle. They speak for their God. For their God, false prophets, false prophets will speak from their soulless realm, led by the devil. It's quiet in here. And will say what you want to be said to you, itching ears, to hoodwink you. It's quiet in this, it's quiet in here. It's quiet, it's quiet. To seduce you, Jezebel. To seduce you, to get you out of fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's quiet in this room. I want to, I want to shout. No. Mm -mm. He said that many false prophets will rise up and deceive and lead many into error. You got folks selling water, bottles of water. I got it imported from Jerusalem. No, you didn't. You got it from your toilet. I'm selling prayer shawls for $99. And if you get this prayer shawl, it's going to bring you miracles. If you get this particular oil... It's going to bring money to your house, but you're still shacking and hoeing. 
and you think by putting on a prayer shawl that's gonna make you that's gonna make you blessed hallelujah no all you're gonna get is musty and hot like anybody because you're still your heart is still wicked come on here you ain't you ain't living a nickels worth of dog me hallelujah you still mean come on here you still not doing the thing that you're supposed to do and you got a prayer shawl you didn't spend 99 dollars for a prayer shawl and you still gonna bust hell wide open because you've been deceived The thing about deception, uh, some of us don't even know we're deceived. That's called self-deception. Verse 12. And the love of the great body of people will grow cold. What are we seeing now in the body of Christ? I'm seeing stuff on YouTube. I'm seeing wars within the body of Christ. I'm seeing preachers talk about other preachers, uh, condemning other preachers, uh, bashing other preachers. Uh, we're fighting against one another in the body of Christ. Uh, we're so bold now that I'm going to call you out on YouTube and, and call your whole name out and call out your sin. But you forgot you've done some stuff in your past yourself. I can't nobody say nothing. And you might have, my bishop used to say, I hope you don't have no meat on them skeletons. Hallelujah. You still got skeletons in your closet that still got meat on them. And how dare you try to condemn me when you got a child out of wedlock and you whole married. But you're going to condemn the homosexual. And you got a side piece. Whole married, whole man, and you got another man with your wife. You got a threesome. I'm talking about. I'm talking about you tongue talking. You're deceived. And the love of many, your Bible says in the King James, will wax cold because of the multiplied, listen, lawlessness and iniquity. Iniquity, remember I taught about iniquity. Iniquity is in the blood. It's in the blood. Hatred, racism, that's in the blood. This stuff that we keep doing, it's in your blood. What's in your history? And the Bible says, I will visit the iniquities of the father down to the third and the fourth generation. Come here, David. David sinned with Bathsheba. And, the, and Nathan the prophet said, you, I, I, you could have anything you want. But you chose to take somebody's wife and impregnate her and try to cover it up by killing her husband as if it was the war's fault. He said, now the sword, because of your sin, that iniquity is going to hit your bloodline. Come here, Absalom, Tamar, come on, Amnon, war in the family because of one man's sin. Iniquity hit that bloodline. Lawlessness. Don't want to abide by the law. Just want to do you. 
Just want to live, people say, footloose and fancy free. And you want to do whatever you want to do in the body of Christ and in the church. And they get mad when order comes. You really see how the hearts of people are when order starts coming into the house of God. Because you've been used to doing what you want to do. And then you, now you see the snakes start coming out. And the love of many shall wax cold. But the Bible says, listen, all this stuff going to happen is happening and it's going, let me tell you something, it's going to increase. As the return of Jesus gets near, it's going to, the Bible says these things must happen. It's going to increase because as a woman gets ready to birth, the pains increase. Did you hear what? And Apostle Cassandra said, the contraction, the more the baby gets ready to be pushed out, the more the contractions are closer together. Right now, they're just spaced out. The contractions are spaced out. But as the revealing of the sons of God are beginning to be ushered into the, to this earth realm, can anybody say nothing? We're going to see birth pain. I want you to be of good cheer, saints. These things must happen. And let's look, to, let's look at Romans. And then I'm done. I told you I wasn't going to be long. Everybody holler at birth pains. Birth pains. Holler at birth pains. Birth pains. Anybody in here remember giving birth to children? Some of y'all was probably cussing. Some of y'all was probably saying, uh, Janelle was shaking her head. She said, yes. Well, we, we thank you that that was prior. And it was prior, prior, prior. And some of you looked at the man and cursed the man and said, it was you that did this to me. Come on here. I'm in all this pain. And you sitting up here telling me to breathe. I don't want to breathe. I want to holler because the pains are so excruciating. Come on here. Everybody holler out birth pains. That's Romans, look at Romans 8. What then shall we say, 31, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not withhold or spare even his own son, but gave him up all for us, will he not also uh, with him freely and graciously give us all things? Let's jump on down. Is that right? Up to 18. Yeah, there it is. Paul. Paul, there it is. That's what I want to get. 18. He said, But what of that? For I consider that the sufferings of this present time, this present life, are not worth being compared with the glory. So even though there may be some suffering now, Individually, collectively, nationally as a world. But after the birth pains and you produce that which is inside of you that needs to come out, there's a joy, there's a glory 
that is about to be revealed to us and in us and for us and conferred on us. Verse 19, for, for even the whole creation, everybody say the whole creation, all nature waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be made known, waits for the revealing, the disclosing, the disclosing of their sonship. For the creation nature was subjected to frailty, to futility, condemned to frustration. So the earth is in frustration. You see these volcanoes erupting, old volcanoes that's all of a sudden erupting, that's been dormant. The earth is in travail and it's releasing the pressure through the volcanoes. When you see the earthquakes, it's releasing the pressure because the earth is under pressure. It's frustrated. When you see a people acting up and, and, and doing all, the, the earth is, this, feels, this earth now is frustrated because we're waiting for the revealing for the day when Jesus comes. Let's keep reading. For the creation was subjected to frailty, to futility, condemned to frustration. Not because of some intentional fault on its part, but by the will of him who subjected it with the hope. Yet with hope. That nature, creation itself, will Will be. Will be. Everybody say will be. That nature, that creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and corruption into the glorious freedom of God's children. We know that the whole creation has been moaning. Everybody say moaning. moaning. Both birth pains. When women are in, having contraction, don't they moan? Say, mm. Lady Stephanie said, mm. oh, mm. can't do anything. Mm. Mm. I'm just uncomfortable because this thing inside of me. And let me go here. Some of you are dealing with frustration now because there is something that God has wanting to birth on the birth out of you. Hallelujah. There are some businesses, there are some things, there are ministries, there are some things. And so a lot of you are dealing with some frustrations right now. You are moaning and groaning because there is a baby on the inside of you. Hallelujah. And you need the help of some midwives. Come on here. Some doulas. Come on here to help you with this birthing. Will help you produce this thing that's on the inside of you. Hallelujah. And that's why you're feeling uncomfortable because the Lord, hallelujah, he's making you uncomfortable because there is something on the inside of you that, need, that the world needs to see that you keep trying to hold back will you look at your neighbor and say don't produce a stillborn because you refuse to obey you're frustrated it's a good thing it's a good frustration the Lord wants to birth something in you Let's keep reading and I'm done. I thought we was going to shout. I may put on a click track and just dance. So y'all had, make sure y'all had Pentecost. We know that the whole creation has been moaning together 
in the pains of labor until now. Supporting scriptures for that is Jeremiah 12 and 4 and Jeremiah 12 and 11. Read it. Write those scriptures down. And not only the creation, Paul says not only creation is moaning and groaning and waiting and dealing with birth pain. He said, but even ourselves, ourselves. Will you touch yourself and say myself? myself. Who have and enjoy the first fruits of the Holy Spirit. A foretaste of this blissful thing to come grown inwardly as we wait. So that's why you need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps you endure what you can't endure in the natural. His super mixed with your, with your natural becomes supernatural on the inside of you. So that's why sometimes, you know, we be in so much frustration. We don't know what to pray. And so when we don't know what to pray and the pain is unbearable, we begin to say, because I don't know what to pray in English because of the pains and my moaning and my groaning hallelujah the Holy Spirit understands my moaning and my groaning and he begins to come in he begins to come into agreement with me and he helps me endure the process of labor and contractions and birth pains hallelujah hallelujah because in my natural man I feel like I'm going to die but the Holy Spirit says I'm coming to help you I've come to aid you I've come to help you produce what you hallelujah what you cannot produce in the flesh on your own and though you get weary and tired I've come to aid you hallelujah I know you're sitting on the side of the road like a like a car that's that's, that's out of control that's a, that's out of commission but the Holy Ghost says I'm your first aid kit I come to come alongside of you to help you endure the process I know I know I know the, the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous but you forgot something but the Lord he delivers them out of them all I wish you would touch somebody touch yourself and say I thank God for the Holy Ghost that even though I'm experiencing birth pains and even though the world is experiencing birth pains we are not left alone to endure this by ourselves we have the Holy Ghost on the inside of us who will help us when we're weak who will help us when our mind seems out of control come on here when our body seems out of whack he will help us when you holler back and rear back and say holy ghost help me just birth pains birth pains it's the beginning of a life that's getting ready to hit this earth which is the salvation of many souls that's getting ready to come into the body of Christ. I'm telling you, hallelujah, what we're feeling now is the birthing of a revival getting ready to hit America. I'm, I'm coming to tell you something. I'm coming to tell you that's getting ready to be a birthing of America. And chaos, again, chaos precedes, precedes, chaos precedes, chaos precedes. Come on here. What did I tell you? Chaos precedes what? Chaos precedes joy. It's painful now. It's painful to see how black brothers and sisters 
no, 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 no. Yeah, black brothers and sisters, to be a part of this so-called freedom place. And the words, some of the lyrics in the Star Spangled Banner says, land of the free, home of the brave. And I'm like, who, who is it for us? You know, it's something wrong when people have no conscience and just kill a man on live. And you got other people just standing around, just watching. But I've been saying, I've been saying this, maybe I shouldn't have said it. My people are going to get tired because you keep pushing folks' buttons. Somebody gonna say enough is enough. You push me into the corner too much and they're gonna come out swinging. And so now what you're seeing now is that our people have had enough. Even though that's not the way it should be done. But when you're in the flesh and you're not saved, the only way you know how to fight is the only way you know how to fight, by any means necessary. But I do have a problem with the protesters. Let me tell you why. It's okay for you to protest. It's okay for you to voice your opinion. But my problem is when you begin to tear up your own community, the place that you buy your products, you turn up Target, you turn up your malls, the place where you go to give your dollars, you have torn up your own community because you're mad. And now, you don't have nothing. Businesses are shut down. We're breaking into malls. We're turning up the police department. Not all polices are bad. There are some saved Christian Holy Ghost field police officers. But we have categorized a group of people as, as all bad. I understand the frustration. I had a talk uh, with one of our members this week. He began to text me. He said, I'm just, what do I... I'm feeling angry and I'm getting, I'm getting irritated and, you know, what do I do? I said, well, first of all, the Bible does say be angry, but don't sin. I said, the Bible also says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You're looking at a white man. See the bigger picture. It's a demon spirit. It's principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness. So we get mad at one another when you're not even looking in the spirit because I can see you in the flesh, but I can't see that demon spirit. That's why I'm telling you, God has said, I'm giving you clear vision so you can see behind what's behind. Instead of looking at a person and being upset with a person and being offended at a person, look at the spirit that's behind it. But the carnal man cannot understand the things of the spirit, so I understand that. But I'm talking about there are some Christian folk down there rioting, rioting too and looting. You know better. I hear they were breaking into Louis Vuitton and stealing the Louis Vuitton, going into Nima Marcus, and what you gonna do with it? You gonna sell it? But are you gonna put that money back into the businesses that you broke down and burned down? 
you turn up your own community. Go to the polls. Then I said, I told this same young man, I said, well, first of all, here's another thing. Y'all might get mad. We as black people don't even really respect our own selves. So if we don't, if we can't get along as black people and we hating one another as black people, why do you want the white people to respect us when we can't even get along in our own, when our, on our own skin? Thank you for joining our podcast today. If you would like more information about our ministry or if you would like to sow a seed, visit us at www.twfcdallas.org.